0: It's the sounds of the guys from Adrenaline, and the song is Ignite. Dan Gutschmidt, big fan of the Stoop Radio Show, and we thank him, as always, for allowing him that great piece of intro music. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The You Show. You. You. Wow, apparently we are on a <laughs> tape delay, as Joel Tady is currently uh, in Spain, so the show is like on a... <laughs> very long delay. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> you tell me I haven't been a oh. little getting
1: sloppy.
0: <laughs> oh. Making Whew. me laugh in the first 30 seconds of time. Jeff the Sharkarini. Jewel Bryce Harper is in town, Tatey. Don't give me that angry look. I am fully oh, oh. geared up at the bottom. Philly's hat. I got my Bryce Harper t-shirt. I got my Philly socks on. I am Phillied out. I'm stoked. We're going to talk all all about that today on the show. We're going to talk about Bryce Harper, of course, in a little bit. What's up, Jewel Tatey? Good evening. TGIM and all that great stuff. Yeah. Happy Monday. How are we doing? I'm doing great. This is the only thing I like about Monday. Me and Jewel sitting face-to-face here. I say dumbass stuff. She pretty much corrects me and looks at me like I'm an idiot. The audience laughs. laughs. thinks to themselves, what is that poor girl with that stupid guy? And that's what we call the OSHA. That's it. Two hours yo, of that yo, yo. I know. Yo, yo, and yo. I love it because
2: it's the end of Monday, too. Like, we are done with Monday. For real, now.
0: Now it's time to have fun. That's a great pitch. I don't know why I haven't used that in all these episodes. See? Hmm. That's why I keep her around, folks. Smart. Mm-hmm. She's cute. my god, it's Jewel it's My sister from another mister. That's it. Welcome to the end of Monday. Once you reach us, Monday's behind you. Yep. Good looking I really liked it. Some good stuff yeah. right there. That's and, why we uh, drink so much. <laughs> we, oh, absolutely. Actually, I actually haven't drank the last couple of episodes. I'm uh, ashamed of myself. But I get back on the wagon or off the wagon. I, I don't remember. Hmm. What is drinking? Off the wagon or on the wagon? Off I'm the wagon? Off the wagon. Yeah, off. Off, I think off. Yep. Okay, then off the wagon it mm-hmm. is in a few weeks. I got tremendous beer just sitting in that wonderful fridge of mine, so we'll get into it. Uh, let's start this show off with a humongous thank you to our guest from last Monday, Tim Johnson Jr. Woo! Yes, right. Tim sure your, your sound effects are a little late tonight. It's killing me. Tim, uh, another Philly guy, great young man, awesome voice, really great kid. We just had a blast. You know what I really like about Tim the most? Every question we ask, he's like, whoa, that's a good question. (laughs) Because we're brilliant journalists here. That's what we do. Between the two of us, we have four years of broadcast journalism studies. (laughs) So if you do your math and I have zero, and I have zero, it goes to show you where you're at. (sighs) Yeah, Tim was great, though. he really was. He's a great young kid. You really hope for big things. He's got a lot going on, which is terrific, and uh, we like to see him make a big. We like hometown people making it big. Mhm. Mhm. That's what we do here. Um, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so giddy tonight. And I should not be giddy because there's good news. There's bad news. We'll get to that later. Let's announce tonight's guest coming up at eight thirty. An interview with this one super sexy. Former Playboy model turned actress, producer, rapper, has her own vegan blog on YouTube. She's everywhere. She's mm-hmm. amazing. She, Stormy Maya. That's right. Woo! Very excited. Very excited. Beautiful young lady. She's great. Um, check her out if you don't know her and you're listening in uh, Stormy, S-T-O-R-M-I, Stormy Maya, Stormy Maya got the, the big retro fro and beautiful face and she's incredible I'm very excited to talk to her uh we got a, one or two songs of hers i think we might have two we'll get some music in her shortly it says she's a rapper trying to break onto the scene she's good spits out those lyrics she's good she's very talented and we have yeah you i'm so excited to have her on so am i i can't wait very excited we always have great guests uh that um that stuff is something we're very fortunate to have. Always have great guests here. Let's do real quickly our top five list. And everyone knows what to do <laughs> top five wise, related to Stormy. We've done top five rappers. We've done actors' actors, We've done all that stuff. So let's dedicate our top five list to our new hometown hero, Mr. Bray Sharp. That's right. Top five best things or people to come to Philly. They can be anything. They could be... Concerts. It could be athletes. It could be symbols, things, aliens. It could be anything. It could be my mother giving birth to me in this city. I mean, that's about as great as a thing can come. Right? Just survival? <laughs> so, how did that not make I don't think it's on the list. Unbelievable. <laughs> Let's get to it. I will start because Julie likes when I start so she can listen to my list, laugh at it, and realize that she went in a totally different direction. She's how it works. Uh, number five is a tie, of course. These are two men who were brought to the city to lead already great teams to championships. And both were legends in their sport. Pete Rose and his arrival to the Phillies, 1980. Phillies won a World Series after being in the playoffs year after year. And uh, Moses Malone. Hmm. Lone came to a very talented Sixers team in 1982 and led them, or finished the piece, rather, to the NBA championship. So that's tied, number five. Number four, I still remember it like it was yesterday. I was sitting at my dad's automotive shop, talking to my brothers. News came on the radio. finally broke. Eric Lindros became a Philadelphia Flyer. Aww. Huge, because this guy... This guy was I now I love him. Oh, he had an autograph signing yesterday. People were showing pictures. It was packed. All you had to do was go to this restaurant, get in line. If you sat and ate, you got an autograph at Lindros, got to meet him. That's good stuff. But I, I remember, oh, he was touted as the next one. So the fact that we got him here was awesome. I was a Lindros fan from day one till day the end. I love that guy. Number four, Eric Lindros. Number three, of course, is the Liberty Bell. Yeah, we got the Liberty Bell. That's here in Philly. That's a great thing to come to Philly. What the hell you're laughing at, Jill Tatie, but it's great. <laughs> number three, of course, is the list. So. Number two, and I know it's premature because the guy's only been a member of our town for about a week, but 5,000% growth in merchandise sales, 100 and some thousand tickets sold. Philly mania is running wild throughout Major League Baseball. Bryce Harper is number two. That guy I is just oozing. Oh, yeah, he's oozing. Generated money. He is just, oh. They said that he's close to already paying off his first year, at least, but the money they've already made over a couple of days. And uh, number one, the biggest thing to come to Philly, in my opinion, um, the huge movement um, from World Hunger, Bob Geldof's concert, Live Aid, played two venues London, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, at the late JFK Stadium. Why made? number one. That's my it's top pretty great team. list. That was a good list. Thank you very you much. Know what?
2: I just thought of uh, made in America that could have been on my list, but it wasn't. You can put it on like your list,
0: you can do a time. <sighs> you
2: know. Yeah, that, that's a pretty big one, and it comes back year after year. So, um, yeah, it's like a huge thing for the city too every summer. Um, yeah, mine is all music obviously because. That's more of what I know, and I just get so excited when my favorite people come in town. So um, number five has to be a tie, because I was waiting to see Bournes and Bishop Briggs both come to the area, and I got to see them in the past few years. And Jeff's heard this list probably 50,000 times. I'm <laughs> um, uh, but... feeling a
0: little Bruce Franklin in there somewhere.
2: <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> uh, I love it. Number four is Sia Fuller. I just did not think that girl would ever tour because she doesn't even show her face. So why would she tour? But no, she probably made it out amazing with her tour. And, you know, she has her dancers and everything. And that was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Um, Number, am I really going like that? Well, I'll switch them up. All right. Three, Lana Del Rey.
0: You didn't make number one? (laughs)
2: think he's going to be number two three Lana Del Rey and that was a great night because that was the night that we beat Minnesota across the way at the link and I saw Lana at Wells Fargo and it was a huge party for the whole city so that has to be my number three I lose you great I lost
0: oh there you are okay hi (laughs) I lost you too for a second there you are
2: Um, Number two, I don't know if this counts, because I know he came to the city at one point, but when I saw him, he was in Camden, across the way with the Anger Management Tour. But Eminem, I saw him once, you know, from the time I could actually get to concerts and have money to go. But, yeah, one time, and he hasn't toured the city since, I don't think. Wow. Yeah, so um, I would like another tour from him, please. Um, But, yeah, that was awesome. I had Front Row. I have to slap his hand. And, um, yeah, number one, of course, is Mr. Bruce Springsteen, because he loves Philadelphia, the same token. He comes all the time, almost every year, if not every other year. So um, it's always a great show. And, yeah, he had to be on my list somewhere. <laughs> I'm shocked. It's so shocking. I can't Shocker
0: even. <laughs> Good stuff but that's, you know Like I said, we take different approach Mine was a little more sports oriented Yours was concert oriented It's all a great things that came to our city and our surrounding area Which is wonderful Let's rehash mine tight Number five, Pete Rose And Moses Malone Number four, Eric Lindros Number three, a little thing known as the Liberty Bell Number two, better than the Liberty Bell Harper. And number one, of course, Live Aid Jewel Tatey Mentioned Made in America We'll put that on the list Borns and Bishop Briggs, Sia Fuller with Hatterface, Lana Del Rey, Eminem, and of course, for Shrinkley. <laughs> I just Lovely like guy. having you say um, his
2: name every show, that
0: just has to happen. It's kind of like uh, how Superman is mentioned in every Seinfeld episode, if not mentioned soon, because he's always on a refrigerator magnet, so he appears really? in every single episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Watch when deep, but you'll see Superman either on the refrigerator with the magnet or they'll mention him or they'll make a Superman reference. I mention Superman a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> Is there any particular Superman to get you all fired up or... Oh, that's Henry, Henry Cavill? Yeah. Cavill, Cavill, yeah. Mm-hmm. Still don't Cavill, know how to say Cavill. his name. doesn't matter. I... <laughs> Just beautiful. All names are the same when the lights go out. Anyway. Uh, there it is. There's that classic. Jeff made a dirty joke. I'm just going to sigh and shake my head out Classic here on the uh, Yo Show. That's why we need a YouTube channel actually, like, shows us. hmm Yeah, that
2: has to happen soon.
0: <laughs> classic. classic looks of disgust. All right, let's get to a topic. Uh, before we play music, got to get to a topic, a very sad topic, one that hits home for a lot of people. Um... Actor Luke Perry, 90210 fame. Uh, Of course, Riverdale most recently um, passed away at the age of 52 years old today. Um, Had a stroke, massive stroke, as they call it, a few days ago. Uh, Apparently never recovered, and today was pronounced dead. Um, Tuffy, 52. Uh, That's a guy that obviously, you know, whether you want to admit it or not, everybody at some point watched 90210. Whether you mm-hmm. watch for the girls or watch watched storyline or whatever. And uh, I remember Luke was still kinda new on the scene, but everybody was like, Oh, this guy's got something. He had kind of a modern day, like James Dean, kinda of cool to him and people thought he was gonna really take off. And, you know, he had a decent career. He didn't do uh a lot right away at the nine oh two one oh. Like I said, he was making his way again in Riverdale and he seemed to hit a lot of people very hard. Jewel, were you a um 90210 fan did you watch it Are you familiar with luke perry's work a little I, um, before your time maybe
2: it is a little before my time like my older sisters watched it and they were huge fans i know my one sister liked steve and then um my other sister liked <laughs> yeah, the know. other kid not luke perry but what's his name
0: brandon Foster. brandon
2: Brady. yeah right. i think he was the cutest um, but no, it's so sad. I know he's he just had a part on Riverdale.
1: <laughs> what?
2: Hey, he was cuter. It's not. What? Some make me bad. Okay. So, uh, no, yeah, not. I was I,
1: trying to I Riverdale.
0: I heard it was good, I've, but I've it. it's really sad. I heard, I heard it was great. A lot of people were into Riverdale, and you know, automatically it was like, oh my god, what's going to happen to Riverdale? And it really, it's a shocker to me because it's it's guys that. You know, you grew up watching the same way, like I said, and it hit me hard with, like, the likes of Chris Cornell, Scott Weiland, uh, Chester Bennington, Prince, Michael Jackson, Lane Staley, all these artists I grew up loving. And, you know, I'm not even, I'm not 50, and they they weren't 50, and most of them are gone. Sad, very sad. It's just tough. So uh, we send that uh, condolences to Luke Perry's family and any surviving members his friends um a a friend of the show that we're uh possibly having on here soon um vince young who's a, a great actor he was with him on 90210 um vince has uh spent some time locally i've met him a few times and i've seen him put out on instagram some to luke Perry. so tough very tough big loss um uh, 52 way too young
2: no, I've read, too, he had – wait, if I can pull up the number. He went on three I, – I think it was something like 364 auditions before he landed a part, too. Like, it just goes to wow. show how tough it can be for someone, but he made a
0: career for himself out of it. So, oh, that's sad. Huh. Well, let's uh, let's go from that very sad news to some very joyous news. Let's How's that let's talk about the elephant in the room? Is that how it goes? Okay. Let's discuss the elephant. How's that phrase? Mm-hmm. something like that? That elephant in the room, of course, is three hundred and thirty million dollars over thirteen years from one Mr. Bryce Harper, who is the new right fielder for your Philadelphia Phillies. Um I'm I'm ecstatic. I'm excited to have a a guy who's kind of currently iconic in the game a uh, big name in today's game come to our city now everybody was expecting that there were so many rumors Joel that the 10 years that he wanted to opt out and he wanted to be the highest paid guy per year and the highest paid guy ever and and his wife didn't like the city and he wanted to be in California all that went to a wash and his agent super agent Scott Forrest came out and said look my hands were tight Bryce wanted to be somewhere the rest of his career Mm-hmm. Bryce wasn't worried about so much average dollar per year as in long-term, big money. Harper came here and said it was Philly all along. He likes what we did here. He likes what we have. He even kind of sprinkled a little Mike Trout dust on his interview and he said, you know, I made sure I took less money per year so we can afford another guy that's going to be a free agent in two years. Great stuff. I don't know how much you, you've seen about it. Are you... Are you impressed at all? Have you seen enough about this guy to to get excited? Are you going to get to the ballpark this season? What do you think? I know you're not as big a sports fan as I am, but, of course, Bryce Harper, everybody in the city knows the name. Yeah, and, yeah, those tickets
2: are going to be a little more expensive this year. So uh, I definitely like to go to the games every year. But, uh, yeah, I'm all about it. I mean, I keep thinking back to that season where we had those four great pitchers and um, – we thought we were going to just slide on through to the World Series. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I hope. Yeah, you got to put some... it on the field. hmm It's hope uh, it's worth
0: the loot. Hey, Amen. it's a lot of loot. But it's funny you, you said that because when we won the World Series in 2008, the pitcher team was mostly Cole Hamels and a bunch mm-hmm. of guys, like, barely hanging on. And then you go and you get probably the top four pitchers in the league and – couldn't even get out of the playoffs. So yeah, you got to do it on the field. I'm excited though. I think they've signed more than enough quality ball players who are hard-nosed players like the Gene Seguras, Andrew McCutcheons, and you know, guys like that. And JT Rimuto is your catcher now. And just guys that really play the game hard, play it smart, play it well, add in there kind of a young up-and-coming, like super stud like Harper. And I think they got something great going on. So I'm very excited. And... <laughs> I went when I found that they signed Harper. I I pretty much raced him. I was around the corner from my house. Raced him, came in the house, went on StubHub and it it looked like the goddamn stock market. The tickets just going and they were going up and up and up. And I kept trying to enter my credit card. Every time I put my credit card in, it entered. It said tickets no longer available. Oh shit! The price has gone up. Sixty, the one twenty, the one eighty, and yeah. So I currently don't have an opening day ticket. Um, If anybody out there is looking to donate opening day ticket, Jeff Perini at yahoo.com is the email address, the O Show. Send us a ticket. Send Jeff to opening day. I'm cool with
2: just the tailgate. Just let me uh, tailgate for opening day. It'll be fun.
0: i am sure I would opening day as well. We'll see why not. The um, Let's get to Muzak, as they say, in the elevator business. Uh, Stormy Maya is our special guest. She'll be joining us around 8:30. As she said, uh, as we said, as she said, as we said, she is uh, in the rap now. We're going to play a song for you right now from her. It's called Afro Puff. A song dedicated to that awesome hairdo she has. I love it. I think it's great. I think she's great. So we're going to play that for you real quick. If you're a rap fan, you're going to absolutely love it. Check it out. Coming up right now. It's about 2 minutes and 35 seconds. It's stormy my our guest tonight with afro puff we'll be right back here on the you show
1: And stuff. it's okay, they don't think I'm black enough to have my hair fluff and puff like I don't give a fuck, uh, no explaining my heritage, get it through your cartilage, I'm black and marvelous, haters both black and white, call me whack, it's funny when my own kind wanna attack, Crabs in the bucket, you'll get boiled, with your blonde fur hats when my naps are coiled, don't question my race, get the fuck out my face, brace me like them other niggas you embrace, President Obama first black man in office, Feel it's black, causes, Regardless, it's thoughtless The question meets wrong with these niggas slave mentality deep in a cavity negative charge like a fucked up battery rotten our minds you hate your own kind divided and conquer you see but you're blind i'ma rock my afro pop and be black as hell expel me from your club and your club will fail i'ma kick down the door the storm is hardcore take all your whores and put you on all fours
0: With pure attitude, ladies and gentlemen. This story Maya. Takes no crap. She looks like a badass, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Sorry. Well, uh, what's happening? Knox the so enemy to me. I had to take my hat off. It was getting kind of tight. I saw his hat came off. so hard to keep the hat on with the headset. Um, I got to ask for this because I couldn't believe in looking at her bio. um Five foot three?
2: She looks super tall, doesn't she? Like I really she thought knows. she was like this Amazon goddess, you know? Like I just right. she it struck me like tall. kind of like a
0: Wonder Woman kind of build. Like I'm bigger and she's like the solid, like five ten, and I'm reading the bio, I'm like five three. I'm like I have to ask. <laughs> like the greatest camera angles ever. She looks. It's it's that personality. It just jumps off the pace. It makes her look longer yep. in life. That's why I look so tiny. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Yeah, so, um. I what I was, oh, um. Yeah, how about this? Uh. They say it comes in threes. It definitely did come in two, at least today. Um. Lead singer of the group Prodigy. Remember the Prodigy? That might have been before your time as well. They had a run. Um. With that one great album that had. There was three hits, of course. Um. Firestarter. Smack My Bitch Up and a um, song called Breathe Prodigy um, really different sound kind of industry meets techno meets rock uh, their lead singer uh, Keith Flint passed away today at the age of 49 years old um, can't believe he's younger than Luke Perry I mean I'm not saying to be smart but seemed like they were around a long time Flint was a uh, very unique individual had the um, the kind of reverse mohawk with the two big green patches of the hair with the bold middle and he's a presence on stage, they're electric, a lot of energy uh, I was a good fan, a big fan rather and um, kind of shocked to hear this news, they, they kind of faded away a little bit from the mainstream they were still big in England heard to say, kind of shocked 49 years old Phil Tatey, what the hell is going on here? I know and it just, I, I don't know
2: why it seems in the past year or two it these. um older people like taking their own lives. Like I don't I don't get it. Um a couple musicians. So it's just crazy to see and you think, you know they're at their end of their career pretty much and, and that's when they decide to do it and they have like families and everything like that. So um yeah, it's just another
0: tragedy. It is it's it's tragic. It's people and that's where it gets a little scary, is people around my age um, those who suffer in different ways, mentally, physically, makes me worry. As I, you know, have my horrible diet and my constant beer drinking, and <laughs> so, yeah. You know, one of these days, we're gonna say goodbye to me on the other show. I'll be a hundred oh by now God. <laughs> internet radio will be long gone by the time I'm I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. God, oh, I love it all what will it be? It would be like mental telepathy radio. Like you'll think of the show, and people will be listening to your thoughts. I think it'll just That's be like
2: holograms happened. into your room, like holograms of whatever.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. nuts and annoying. So, like, you can have you can have me, ladies, all your attractive ladies out there. You can have me appear in your bedroom a hologram. Oh, hmm. yes. Just yes. to would see me today in my uh, yeah. If you see me today in my Philly shirt and sexy glasses here, you definitely don't want a hologram of this popping up in your house anytime soon. <laughs> certainly
2: not. Uh, be funny. Great,
0: great weekend this past week. And Joel Tady made a return trip to Staten Island. Going to Staten, Staten Island. island. How was the island? It's terrific. Uh, we found a brand new place. We, uh, when I did the show before, when it was the Stoop, it was very much New York-based, so we probably still have some New York fans out there, and I want to tell you, if you're in New York, or from Staten Island, or whatever, and uh, you've never visited the Hop Shop, do it. This place, Jewel, phenomenal. The Hop Shop, great bar, tremendous food, video games in the back, skee-ball, just an awesome atmosphere. We had a wonderful waitress, or bartender, rather. Her name was Lulu. I thought that was adorable. It's actually her name Lulu. Lulu. That's cute. Lulu. <laughs>
1: Lulu.
0: And the experience was great. That's a great time. And I just wanted to do a, give them a shout-out because they deserve it. They did a great job. And uh, all in all, just a great time. Uh, our friends Brian and Christy. Brian made homemade pizza Saturday night, which was phenomenal. So just a, a great old time. That's awesome. Really I want to get up there. I really want to go to
2: Brooklyn, go to Coney Island, and, like, see New York. I've only been once, so seems like a good
0: time, good food. We did it the last time. We went to Coney Island. Uh, we went to um, Nathan's Hot Dogs, and Nathan sells, like, these 32-ounce troughs of beer. Feels like you'll never get done drinking them. It's phenomenal. That's awesome. It's just on Coney Island. We went to uh, Simone Gardens for pizza in Brooklyn. That's great time. Only times will uh they bring you along with us. It's quite an experience. Yeah, for sure. Excited and when is the
2: beer fest in AC?
0: Thirtieth. Uh oh. Atlantic City. Weekend before that. that we'll begin we'll be in Virginia Beach. <laughs> yeah, so we got a, got a busy couple of weeks coming up. Me and the wife. We don't let the grass grow under our feet. We just keep on moving.
2: I love March. I feel like March is spring is just Peeking out and you just get in that I wanna be outside and <laughs> have fun mood, so yeah, I love
0: March. I agree. It it seems to uh seems to change people's personalities. Nobody likes winter. Winter makes people grumpy. It really does. Makes me grumpy. I don't enjoy it. I used to love winter when I was a kid, but now that that's long past. I don't enjoy it one bit anymore
2: makes you bad drivers, too. Like, no one knows how to drive, and it just annoys Stop. the crap out of you.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. The and like The snow snow storm snowstorm like, we had. Yeah. Well, still, there was enough to make it a little dangerous this morning, because some of us hit the road like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning for our jobs that we love so much, and uh, people weren't very forgiving. They ride right up my tail, and... Watching me slip and slide and skid and all that. Hopefully, it's the last one of the season. I think uh, Tony Phil more or less was uh, trying to get laid. He didn't go looking for a shadow. He ran out like, "Gotta go, boys!" Got a piece of ass back in the cave, and boom, away he went. Then he gave us an yeah. inaccurate, inaccurate uh, weather forecast on purpose. <sighs> how does that even start? It's nuts. <laughs> you know, if that's what it comes to, I have no. I don't know how it starts. I really don't know how. These philosophies even come from. Like, oh, if the uh, don't see is shattered, that means we have uh, more uh, summer, more winter. I don't even know how it goes. I it met right. this
2: girl up Penn State, and she was from Punxsutawney, so that's what everyone called her. Yeah, she seemed like she was from
0: Punxsutawney.
2: <laughs> Were they her uh,
0: Punxsutawney or what was her name? What was her name Phyllis? I don't know her name. We called her Punxsutawney. That, you just thought that. Far, yeah. far, 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 far.
2: Groundhog. Little, little groundhog.
0: Speaking the of groundhog. groundhogs, <laughs> hedgehog. A new uh, Sonic the Hedgehog live-action movie, apparently, starring Jim Carrey. What do you know about this, Jewel? I don't
2: know. Just, I know that he looks scary, and not like the Sonic I know and love. I dressed up as Tails last Halloween, and... <laughs> The Sonic, I don't know. I hope it's good. The new the new Pikachu looks good, so keeping my fingers crossed.
0: I'm getting across <laughs> for you. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Jim Carrey was kind of scary as the Grinch, also. Something about that weird face and makeup and all that. Oh, yeah. He's scary in a lot of films. He is scary in a lot of films. <sighs> People guy. Are, uh, oh god, that was yeah, that was just flat out scary. Uh, apparently, he does have a hoose. I was uh, um, reaching out to my social media friends earlier today, and uh, was wondering how uh, this this guy, this this Pete Davidson, I just don't get it. it. Was with Ariana Grande, and that engagement thing gets called off. He ends up with Kate Beckinsale. How the hell does this happen? How is he now the ugliest man on earth?
2: That's it's pretty crazy because I mean Ariana Grande is super cute and Kate Beckinsale is beautiful. So yeah, I mean, and he just doesn't seem that funny. Like oh, you could see like a, a Chris Pratt who has a good personality and and this and that. But really, he must
0: I don't know he must do something right. Well, that's where the story started coming out today. That he uh, has a certain racehorse quality, if you will. <laughs> that. <laughs> but isn't he
2: like on drugs or something? Like I don't know. I don't he know. just doesn't seem right. <laughs> doesn't seem all there.
0: Probably he's hung like a horse. They shared like all these pictures of him and Kate Beckinsale at a uh, Rangers Devils hockey game, and it was like constantly like him like sticking his tongue in her mouth, which. I'm sitting next to Kate Beckinsale. What the hell else would I be doing? Let me stick in my tongue. Oh, he looks like somebody. County Duty. That's who he looks like. He does. He's extremely unattractive. <laughs> they are one of the most unattractive men I've ever seen. He's has got like that John Mayer thing. John Mayer unattractive. Dated every
2: piece of ass in Hollywood. I don't get it. Right. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. John John Mayer, no. No. But. But Ariana Grande, she went out with that Mac Miller and he's, you know, He's a normal-looking guy, but his personality was awesome. Like, he was so funny. I used to watch his show all the time. So I could get that, like, two young kids, but Pete Davidson, ugh. I'm, and Just for the record, I am starting to become an Ariana Grande fan. <laughs> I know she hates America and everything, but, man, <laughs> she's coming out <laughs> with some bangers.
0: I think she's so cute. She could hate America where she wants. No, she can't. I don't like that. <laughs> um, we're still awaiting – the colon arrival of our, our guest, Stormy Maya, might be a delay. We'll wait it out, see what happens here. It's uh, happened once before. We survive. We will survive. will What's happening? She probably listened. She's like, wow, no way. What are you smelling?
2: I was trying to think of what I did this weekend. <laughs>
1: from remembering <laughs> oh
0: huh. and don't even look on your face it felt bad because you're like
1: hmm? oh no it's
2: fine i had fun i was tying up some loose ends and had some fun and yeah good cool weekend all in all extended weekend because i thought we were going to have this huge storm but
0: yeah, that didn't happen. I was drinking beers yesterday. Me and the missus made uh for the first time ever. Oh why this excites people, it excites me. Uh homemade uh sauce. Gravy if you will. And I made meatballs. Oh, like I gotta tell you, my meatballs my meatballs were not that good. I think she was doing no? me the courtesy to Oh, they were good You eh, you know.
1: 'Cause I no. learned
0: from my dad. And my dad's meatballs. Still to this day, rank as my all time favorite. And we'd make them together. And he would just throw the beef pork and veal in the bowl. And he would just start firing the ingredients in. And one time I, I said, i like, you don't have a recipe or directions? And he'd laugh. He's like, no. I just keep throwing it so I think it's right. And then he'd take little bites of the raw meat. And they got her ready. Uh- and <laughs> I yeah, That's it. He would take little bites of the raw meat. And they got her ready. And he would make them. And away <laughs> we would go.
2: I know. It didn't, didn't work it, that how well. Did they do that? Oh my
0: physical. my father Yeah. My father never had a recipe for anything. Ever. I don't get it. And I'm reading the, like I'm Googling, I'm Googling, I'm YouTubing, I'm calling friends. I'm watching every square inch of what I put in. And here he's just like, there we go, we're ready. And they were delicious. I admire people that can cook like
2: that. I mean, I try to take, like, I love my mom's meatballs. So I try to take her recipe and put my own little twist on it. So it's like kind of my own. But, I mean, you got to do, you know, do whatever tastes good. But you have to appreciate, you know. Parents and you always remember like whose meals you like the best. We all have our favorite, especially sauce. Like for us Italians, like that's huge. And it was always my grandmom's sauce. So yeah, we always try to make hers.
0: Yeah, we never we really got because everybody gives you a recipe and everybody gives you their tips and their tricks and their ideas. And huh. there'll be other times. Uh,
2: her You know who really I follow a lot. <laughs> Ooh. I get a lot of Martha Stewart recipes because her really? stuff bangs. I mean, it is so good. I make this uh, cornbread uh, sausage stuffing, not sausage, cornbread bacon stuffing for Thanksgiving. And, yeah, that was all her. I, I, I tip of the cap to you, Martha Stewart, because
0: it's pretty, pretty good. I took mine off. It's getting a little tight under the headset. It's hard to wear a hat and a headset. Uh, looks like we are in business. Let's cut to the chase and get right to it. Our special guest this evening that I am very excited for, the amazing and the lovely Miss Stormy Myers. Stormy, good evening, oh, and welcome to the O Show. Hi. Hi.
3: You can hear me. I'm yes, here. I can hear you hi.
0: great. Hi, Stormy.
3: Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> uh,
3: great. I'm, I'm great. How are you?
0: Great, and uh, we want to thank you so much for coming on with us tonight. Very excited. Um, I've been seeing you recently, like, all over the net, Instagram and, and of course, Facebook. And then, uh, you know, we subscribed to IMDB, and I looked you up, and I was like, well, I, I've got to reach out to this young lady. And you were so <laughs> quick to respond to gracious gracious to come on it. So we're very excited. I can't thank you enough.
3: I'm very excited, too. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely, so if you don't mind we'd like to uh ask some questions you know let the uh audience know a little something about you uh we played one of your songs already, so you've got a rap career coming up that's great um actress producer oh, director <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so how did you get your start where did you uh where you start? who first found you or did you kind of find it? How did you get started
1: uh
3: in just in general or in acting specifically. Yeah. Um, like, well, I, I base. Oh, sorry. I um, basically started this whole entertainment career at 16. Um, I started off in modeling, just just straight modeling for a couple years, and you know, as I've continued down the years, I just always kind of grab on to new things. So I did modeling for a couple years. I did Playboy. Did all the type of stuff, lingerie modeling, the art shows, and then I went into. Um, acting. I did a lot of theater, got into film and TV work, got into producing, directing, and now I'm into music. So it's like, it's my whole life adventure. And yeah. I kind of got into it because, you know, the modeling thing, people just told me, like, you know, you should get into modeling, should get into modeling, and something I always wanted to do. And I did a couple photo shoots, and that was like the start of just me in this crazy industry. <laughs>
2: I know, you do everything, and, I, you know, ha- was Playboy, like, your first big break? Like, how did you land that? So, prior to Playboy, I was 19 when I
3: got associated with them. Um, I was just modeling for a long time, you know, for, like, three years, and I had, like, a big following on social media, you know, at the time, like, Instagram had Facebook, and I kind of got found through that, and are like, yo, you should come and shoot, you should come to Miami, do a shoot, da-da-da. So I shot with them, and I was an international playmate for two years. So I did um, Playboy Slovakia, Playboy Greece, uh, Mexico, Venezuela. So I just, like, shot for a couple years with them, and I also did Playboy TV, did events. But then I was like, you know, I wanted more as an artist, and I wanted to kind of build a legacy. So that's why I kind of transferred over to the acting world.
2: That's. <laughs> Awesome. And because Playboy, like, I'm sure if you wanted to, they probably would have set you up. Like, do they take care of their playmates, would you say? What do you mean as far as getting me into another avenue of entertainment or? Yeah, like, it's such a big name. And I I don't know, I follow some of the, you know, like Kendra and things like that. It just seems like they have a lot of things that they could um, get into if if they stuck through it with Playboy. Does that make sense? Well, they don't, I
3: mean, back in the day, like, you know, 80s, 90s, and before that, it was a different time. Nowadays, it's not the same, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's not really a community anymore. Now it's kind of like oh. you're all over the place. You only connect with people. And um, to be honest, it did help the beginning of my acting career, but it kind of was damaging as well. Like, I had to kind of... uh, disassociate from it so when I first got into acting you know I had a couple gigs and stuff just based off that like oh we want this girl in it but it kind of uh, pigeonholed me into a certain type of role like everything I was doing was like oh do you want to do a nude scene do you want to do a sexy scene do you want to be the hot girl do you want to be the girl that like you know what I mean like it kind of limited me as an actress and I kind of that's how I got into being uh, a screen queen I got into horror movies like that because I was always playing this sexy bimbo in a horror movie and I did that for a lot of movies and then I discovered like you know it wasn't fulfilling to me I wanted to also do other things as well and right. in my range so it can it has pros and cons you know like the name can help but at the same time people do associate you with maybe not being like a Meryl Streep type of actress you know so it kind of does limit you
0: right right absolutely we had um a few months back, we had a, a former Playboy model on as well, Erica Leniak, and she said the same thing. Like, her first couple gigs were, hey, sexy blonde, you know, get naked, let's get on here. And, you know, you get past that, your talent shows out, and then you uh, end up, you know, becoming more, um, shall we say, famous for yeah. other things, which is great.
3: You want to yeah, expand, because I, I wanted to also play like a teacher or a mother or a drug addict or a woman going through something. Like, I wanted to fulfill the artist inside of myself, and I want to tell those stories, and being just a vapid character all the time wasn't fulfilling to me, so, you know, and plus you want longevity. You don't, you can only play those roles until, what, like, you're, like, 32, 33 years old, and then I want a career where I'm still acting at 50, 60 years old, you know?
0: Right, right. That's terrific. Excellent. So, um, what got you into theater? You know, usually the leap is right from, like I said, the modeling and right into acting, What got you into theater, and and what were some of your uh, inspirations behind theater? Well, I actually have started theater
3: in middle school and also in high school. And um, the reason I went into theater, everything kind of was a way to prove myself. Like, because of my background, I felt like I kind of had to go the extra mile. Like, you know, I I did speech classes. I'm doing classical theater. I'm doing, like, all these things as kind of a way to uh, detour from my past. I'm not ashamed of my past. I'm not ashamed of my Playboy or my modeling or anything like that. But it was kind of a way to prove to people, like, no, I'm taking this seriously. Like, I'm not just another girl who's trying to get in the game just based off her appearance. I really am serious about this, and I really am a real actor. And I felt like I kind of had to work a little bit harder just to kind of prove that point because I wanted to do real roles, and I wanted to expand myself as an artist overall. And um, even to this day, I still use my sexuality and my my body or whatever is the marketing tool you know it's a part of the game but at the same time there's a balance of like hey guys like yeah I might be hot or attracted to you but I'm still talented I'm still smart I'm still this and that's the whole thing with my music's about as well it's kind of showing that women can be both women don't have to kind of choose and um, theater was literally just kind of a way for me to prove to people my seriousness into the acting game and it got me actually a lot of respect especially coming from New York um New York New York theater acting is highly respected and um just
0: kinda having that on your resume gets people to look at you in a different way. That's terrific. That's very impressive. Um I use my sexuality too to get ahead. That's why I'm on the radio <laughs> so nobody sees <laughs> <laughs> it. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so um So producing, how'd you get your first big break into producing and um, how much do you like that? Do you like being in charge of the scene or do you like being in front of the camera? What's more important?
3: So we live in a day and age where there's so much content, like there's a lot of actors, a lot of musicians, a lot of models and we live in a world where things, people want like a, they want things fast and they want a lot of content and that's because we have social media and we have videos in front of our face constantly. So I learned early on that you know, I had to kind of put my foot down and create my own opportunities, especially since I really wanted um, specific roles and I wanted to have a certain image for myself. So instead of sitting around waiting for somebody to give me my dream role or to kind of steer my career the way I wanted to, I started creating those roles for myself. And because um, the main thing with the actor's saying is like, I want to be a lead in a movie. I want to have this type of role, this type of character. And I'm like, you have to create that. Even if, it's a small little indie movie or a small web series or whatever. You kind of have to do it yourself just so you can show the world like what you're capable of. Because if you sit around waiting for somebody to create the perfect role for you, you're going to wait forever. And um, so for me, producing was a way to take control uh, of my career, of my image, and also to learn the business. Because, to be honest, you make way more money on the back end than you do as an actor. You make more money as a producer, wow. as a director, and... That's where the real money's at. So if you look at most major actors anyway, most of them are producers. Like Will Smith and Adam Sandler's people, they're the ones paying for most of their movies, or they're at least, like, um, you know, doing a small portion of it. But they have their hand in the back in some way, and that's why those are the millionaires. That's why those are the rich people, because the actors who just act are not the ones that are, like, the big multi-millionaires it's the ones that are also producing shows are also producing for other people like Kelsey Grammer and stuff from Fraser and stuff like he was a, the producer for yeah. you know girlfriends and stuff like that's how you make your money is producing and so I am really I'm not going to be a starving artist you know my thing is <laughs> you're valuable make money off your thing so for me like they're yeah. both equally important um, but I believe that it is important for most actors even in music i'm my own executive producer for my music as well because a lot of musicians same thing don't make any money off their music because (laughs) they don't have their hand in any of the back end and i think that if you're going to be an artist you need to be business you need to learn and have your own hand in your own stuff and you'll make actual money for things even after your career is over even after like no one wants to hear your music anymore or watch your movies anymore you can still make money and that's important
1: Wow. Yeah,
2: and it, it seems like you have a great grasp on it, too, and you also did some writing. Um, did you have, like, a clear vision of, I, I know you did a couple uh, short films. Um, did you have the ideas already, like, from, from years prior, or did, did it just come to you? Like, what was your creative process like? So,
3: with, like, the little shorts and stuff that I've done, it was just things that I wrote that, I kind of just wanted to see myself play like, you know, it's kind of an experiment. Like I wanted to play those characters and I kind of just wrote around that. But for the feature films and stuff that I've produced, I typically just hire a writer and it's just much easier because I have so much other things to do, but I do enjoy writing and typically I just come up with an idea and I'll just write to that idea. Um, a lot of things I've had in the past, I don't write to because my mind has just constantly been changing over the years. So I used to think I wanted to do a lot of drama stuff and a lot of things like that. But then I've learned over the years, like, what actually sells. And, you know, I know now, like, the horror stuff, the sci-fi stuff, the fantasy stuff, that's actually where the real money's at. So I think from a business perspective, I don't think about, oh, what do I want to write? What do I want to hear? I write it, like, what's going to sell? What what do people want to see? Because ultimately this is a business, so I keep my personal, you know, my personal feelings out of it.
2: Yeah. Um, it, it But if you had your way, is there a dream role that you you still have yet to play that you would maybe like to get into? Or, or someone, maybe an actor you looked up, up to that you want to play alongside with?
3: Well, I mean, yeah, I haven't satisfied myself at all in acting. You know, for me in acting, it's an extremely long process. I've only been acting for a couple of years, like maybe since like 2015. I'm very actually really new to the acting world. And it takes a very long time to make it in the acting world. Um, people usually take, you know, five, ten years. And the reason for that is because, you know, literally movies sometimes take two years to come out, and then it's just it's a whole long process. And it's so political with the casting and getting roles and this and that, and it's just, like, atrocious. But um, for me, I haven't even hit the iceberg of what I want to do as an actress. I want to play a lot of strong female roles, I want to play things that empower women. I don't want to play all these little weird damsel in distress things. I do want to play very like a strong woman role, and I've always wanted to be on TV as like a um, as a lead on a TV show. I am a reoccurring on Spike Lee show. She's got to have it, but mm-hmm. if I became like a season regular, like something like that would be amazing, you know. Um, so. That's basically it, <laughs> but I have a yeah, lot of questions awesome.
0: to do. That's, uh, That was actually uh, one of our next questions, because, I mean, Spike Lee, that's big time. Uh, um, again, Netflix show is She's got a habit. Spike Lee uh, Project. How'd you get along, uh, how'd you find out that? Like, who found you there? Did Spike discover you, or did you audition? How's it working with him? Is it as great as you hear? or tell us something about your role in that show?
3: Well, shout out to Spike Lee! Congratulations on the Oscar. Um, basically, Amen, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I and mean, exactly. Um, so for that, I had just signed to my new agency. I was leaving my other one, and I had just signed with Lisa Lack's agency. And um, it was one of the. It was a, we only worked together for maybe a month, and then she's like, "Oh, I got the audition for you." And um, it was for a reoccurring character on the show where you know she's dating the lead guy Mars. And she's, like, this little hood rat, New Yurican chick, kind of like a Rosie Perez. Like, she's very, like, feisty and fun and sassy Puerto Rican chick. And I was like, yo, I want to do this, you know? And I went and auditioned, and it was, like, a very long process as far as the auditioning. Like, I went, it was a callback, it was, like, another uh, type of callback, like a rehearsal table thing. So... For me, I was just so excited. Like, I just never knew if I had it or not because it was, like, a lot of going back and forth. And um, when I had discovered that I had actually got the role of Jennifer Clemente on the show, I was super excited. And it was, like, a really big honor. And it was, like, one of the best experiences I've had as an actor. Like, being among these other people is amazing. Like, I was working besides this guy that was the first. um, He was in The Little Mermaid on Broadway. And he's wow. like King Poseidon or whatever I think um, Ariel's dad is. He was the first black man to ever play that role. And he's like a super, like, well-known, famous Broadway actor. And I'm working besides – and then the guy who plays Mars in the show, you know, like Anthony Rainbow, he's like a Broadway actor as well. Like, and, and I'm just, like, working besides Broadway actors. I'm working besides people who are for awards and people who are, you know, seasoned actors that have been around for years. And that was an honor in itself, working among those people. I, I met Fat Joe – you know, because he was on the episode as well, oh, wow, yeah. just like that. Yeah, so I'm like working with all these like legends and stuff, you know, and like been working with Spike Lee as well, like that's another legend. So just being in that presence and being among winners is like a great feeling. So that whole show overall was a blessing, and hopefully if they have a season three, you know, my character could come back as well because I was at the end of season two, which is coming out in the summer. Um, so that's really exciting. <laughs> yeah no <laughs>
2: um and did you have to travel to la for this or could you stay in new york like how, how did oh, that work like lee only
3: Spike Lee only films in new york like he only films in like brooklyn and stuff like um because he's you know he's brooklyn you know what i'm saying and so i'm sure. from the bronx so mm-hmm. that's the good thing i didn't have to travel anywhere you know um but he pretty much only films in new york i'm pretty sure like he that's like his home base and um that's a great thing. I got to go to the studio, 40 acres and a mule, and like that's where we did all the readings and everything like that. And we filmed in Brooklyn. Like pretty much everything's in Brooklyn, you know? So, but everything that we did that I did was like indoors, inside the studio and stuff like that. So it's pretty awesome.
2: That's that's great. <laughs> you didn't have to go far, and I'm sure it led you to have some time to work on your album as well. Um, can you talk a little bit about the EP, uh, body of work?
3: Yeah, so actually, I just started doing music around November, and um, I was done shooting. She's got to have it in August, so I actually came at the perfect time, and um, basically, like, how I got into music is this guy that I had met during, you know, my modeling days. I used to be the girl in all the music videos, and I met him while I was one of those girls, and um, he was the cameraman director, and he hit me up, and he's like, yo, I've seen a lot of social media, your social media is growing, and, you know, you should maybe get into music, and I've had people over the years always tell me, like, you should get into music, and this and this and that, but I was always like, I don't know, I don't know, it wasn't the time, and I've also never really been that into, like, singing, you know, like, I did it when I was in theater and stuff, it's never been, like, a passion, so he was like, yo, why don't you do hip-hop, and I was like, I don't know, like, I don't want to be another one of these girls, because what I noticed is this pattern of a lot of girls just like doing it to do it and I was like well you know what if I do do it it needs to be something where it's actually me because in acting I can't really be myself in modeling same thing it's called kind of like an illusion so I was like music if that's if I'm going to take that on that needs to be the raw stormy like that needs to be stormy saying what she wants to say in the world listening so once I discovered like I could literally just actually say the stuff I feel and want to say and the message I want to deliver, I was like, okay, I'm down for this. And Body of Work was something that I did within, like, a couple of weeks. It was, like, kind of rushed, but that's just because I'm a workaholic. And in that, my whole message is, like, kind of, like, feminism, empowerment, you know, women embracing their sexuality. But, like, that's why I have songs like Conscious Coochie and stuff. People are like, oh, my God, they're so explicit. And the thing about me is I'm kind of like a Trojan horse where I come in and you see like the image of, oh, the fake titties and you see all that. But if you actually listen to what I'm saying, a lot of my things are conscious. A lot of my things are empowering. It's like my song fake ass titties is like, oh, she got fake ass titties, fake ass titties. But it, it's like, yes, yeah, like my chest is bought, but that don't remove what I was taught or how I fought. And it's kind of teaching like, yes, I'm a woman who has her body out there, but that doesn't mean I'm stupid. That doesn't mean I'm a hoe. That doesn't mean I'm out here doing all this crazy stuff. It's just that I'm a woman who's proud of how I look and I embrace it. And my whole thing is about that message, you know, telling girls, especially like, yo, like you can, you know, you can go twerk on Jerome at the club on Friday and you can hit the books on, <laughs> you know, Saturday. You don't have to choose,
0: you know. <laughs> like you don't no, have to do. I, you know?
2: <laughs> I hear you. For, like I do like your lyrical content a lot. And um, you almost remind me with the, the producing side, I appreciate, like, taking it back to, like, the 90s hip-hop, like, backpack hip-hop style. But your content is more so, like, a Cardi B or Nicki Minaj in, in the best way possible. Like, I mean that as a total compliment where they're not taking any shit, and they are who they are, and they're unapologetic, and just – and we need that right now. I mean, it's it's all around us right now, this women's movement, and you are just, you know – there and doing it, and um, I appreciate you and I love your music and I wish you, you know nothing but the best of luck with it.
3: Thank you, I appreciate that. That's why like when I do my doing um, doing tours and shows soon, and I was telling my manager, I was like, yo, I want to like add a burlesque show in it, like I want to do like a strip show in yeah. it. Like, my whole yeah, like, my whole thing is just like women, you know, being women being empowered. That's why I also rock the natural hair. I rock an afro. I rock an afro because I'm tired of like having to conform to what people think, you know, like, they're like, oh, well, you have fake booze. I mean, like, yeah, I got the fake booze because I want them. Me not getting fake booze because I'm afraid of you judging me for getting them. is still conforming. Like, because we, we live in a society where men are like, oh my God, you got titties and that means you want you doing it for men. No, I did it for myself. How do you, know, you not know I'm like a lesbian or something? Like, how do you know? You know what I'm saying? I got them because I wanted them. And I think that it's a day and age now where women are taking their power. And my whole message is How come it's okay when women are half-naked in men's music videos getting them views and we're used for them to get up, you know, in rock videos, rap videos, everything, there's hot girls. There's hot girls on the stages and stuff. Why? To sell us, to sell their music. But when we take our own bodies and sell our own music, then it's like, oh, my God, it's, it's, it's insane. How? You know what I'm saying? Like, if I take my own body and I profit off of it, everyone has a problem with it. But if I was in Lil Wayne's video shaking my butt, it'd be no, no one would care. And that's, I mean, that's what I'm trying to preach to people. Is like, yo, I'm a woman. Here's my titties, and I'm gonna show you my titties so that you can listen to what the hell I have to say. And that's a message in itself that I have to show you my titties for you to fucking listen to what I have to say. Because if I were just wearing a dashiki, saying, yo, let's save the planet, you would turn that off. So. To be honest yes. who is really the one
2: <laughs> no you're so right and you know what I, I think now more than ever like we're in such a shift where you're you're in it like you're a part of that whole movement now where you know we you know as women not me I'm not a singer or anything but as women <laughs> you know we can go out and do what we want we can be Mothers, We can work hard. We can do all the things, you know, be sexy and be all that and, and have it all. And, and you have it all, seriously. And and it seems like you're such a hard worker. And um, it really, it really is paying off. So props to you, Thank my friend. You.
3: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I really do believe in that because, you know, I'm so tired of the double standard of, you know, men can be out here. You know, humping the sky and stuff in their videos and talking about, you know, having sex with all these groupies and stuff. And then they could go home and be fathers and it's like, no one blinks an eye. And for yeah. like women, it's like, oh my God, like, you know, with Cardi B having her kid and stuff. If she got criticized so bad for being pregnant while having a career. And I'm like, why? You know, we are superheroes. Like, we can do it all. Like, we're not limited. And... You know, I don't even believe in like comparing me to other females and, and like, oh, you're better than this female. You're better than that. or people are Cardi B versus Nikki. I don't like that. Like, why can't <clears> we
1: <throat> all just be
0: queens? I hear that. Yeah, no. home, you know. Are they all queens? Yes. I no. agree. I mean, my wife is twice the person I am. She is uh, twice as smart. She's the breadwinner. Uh, you know, she's, she's everything. I mean, I. I work my tail off, but she's amazing and you gotta appreciate women because they have a lot more to offer. Nowadays women are educated, they're informed, they're intelligent, um technology puts them on the same length as men. So men gotta, you know, recognize what's going on, recognize the change. Um what I did hear, Stormy, and I accept you want me to dance in your videos so you can profit <laughs> off, off my sexuality. I get it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I would. You can. You can do it. I'm down. Like I'm down. <laughs> you know, I you you never, equality you man. You want to be my video hoe? <laughs> uh,
0: I'm down uh, for it. I'll be your video three days a week. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes, right. I mean, I'm I'm down for it. You know, I'm I'm super chill. I just believe in everybody, disrespecting everybody. You know.
1: And then I played a sex bot in this movie. So anyway. Okay.
0: Yeah, tell us a little bit about, the, about your most recent movies. Twenty fifty, Death Kiss, that's more of the um the sci fi heart kick again. You're in a movie with Dean Cain. There's another name that we all recognize. Uh,
3: yeah. That twenty fifty. It has had a premiere for it in Los Angeles this weekend. And um awesome. yeah, that movie was You know, like I said, that was was my first movie I ever cast for. That was 2015. It just came out this year, so that's the example. of, You know, it does take a while as an actor to kind of make it because imagine, like, you'll do a ton of gigs and then no one even sees it for years and years or whatever it is, and so you can imagine how hard it is to kind of build content, to build as an actor. That's why I'm like, you know, I respect people who stick with it. And, I mean, I stick with it, but that's why I do so many other things as well. I don't wait for things, you know. Right. But that movie was fun. Then we was fun. It. I was playing a sex bot.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got to check it out. 150 is the, name of the movie. Uh, it looks great. I mean, you know, like you said, bring your sexuality to it. And I'll see why not because you're in a very attractive woman. You seem very proud of that, and that's a great thing. That's the way it should be. Um, but in speaking of your physical nature, I had to ask a question because I was stumped by this. Jewel was stumped by this. To look at your pictures and to see this in your biography, you're only five foot three. Yes. <laughs> Why is that weird? Really? You would never ever guess when I first seen your picture that I had you take for about six foot tall. You really look like this big presence of a woman, which is a great thing. Is it um do you like it that way though? Is it's like a sign of confidence that even though you're five three, you look like you're larger in life because that's your confidence beaming out. What do you think? I
3: mean but number one. You know, photography skills on 100. You know, I like that you got <laughs> tall. But, um, hey, Everyone who meets me does that. Everyone who meets me is like, oh my God, I thought you were tall. I'm like, no, I'm, t- I'm so tiny. Like, not even <laughs> just height, just my actual proportions. I'm only like 118, and, um, I can weight, and I'm mad small. Like, I have like a, you know, six, I wear six in, like, shoes and stuff. I'm mad small. I'm a small woman. Um, but I am very powerful. I am a I am a powerful storm. <laughs> and I am very confident. You know, very confident because, you know, the whole world's gonna criticize you. You gotta be your biggest fan. So I have a life my life model is uh my mantra is I don't give a fuck. And I think a lot of people are like, Oh my god, you're so confident and I'm like, Yeah, I am confident but to be honest, most of it is I just don't give a fuck about your opinion, about your criticizing, your judgment and you know, I, I've gotten to that point because I've realized you really can't win with people, man. Like I, no matter what I do, they criticize me. So I just like, Oh,
2: uh, you <laughs> have to do you. And you know what? That's my DJ name. I'm DJ IDGAF. I don't give a fuck what you want to hear. Cause I'm going to play what I want to hear. Um, I have to say <laughs> for your artwork wow. on your album though is absolutely beautiful. It's on my screen. Like that's all I've been,
1: looking. <laughs> but ah. it's
2: amazing. Like ha- who made that?
3: So there's this guy named Mark Clark um, on Instagram. He's Mark Clark, and it's, like, like two, like, the second. And um, basically, like, he's a painter, artist guy. And one thing I want to do different, like, you know, when I, I'm a big rock fan. Like, I love metal. Like, that's I'm a metalhead. So even though I do hip-hop, oh, awesome. if you ask me what I listen to, I'm a big metalhead. I love, like, corn and, like, I like Linkin part Like, yeah. metal, specifically. And, um, you know, I'm a big rocker, so... I always admired, like, how rock bands have, like, really artistic type of covers and art, and um, it's a lot of things you don't really see that much in hip-hop, you know, and I'm always, like, yo, I'm kind of, like, do a fusion of it, which the funny thing is, in the future, I kind of plan on doing both. In the future, like, I plan on kind of doing kind of a metal fusion with my hip-hop and kind of going to another genre and kind of, like, mixing the two genres, and... Like, that's what's one thing I've always admired, like, with classic rock bands and stuff. And so I was like, I'm going to make legendary album covers. Like, you know, I'm an artist, man. So I like art. And I had him specifically make that. So I want the third eye because I'm conscious as fuck. I got the titties out. So I'm conscious. got the titties. <laughs> you know, I got the space because I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things where... People will look at me like, oh, you know, this is another girl half naked, blah, 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 she wants attention. But if you're, like, a real Sonny Maya fan in the future, you're like, oh, my gosh, she's actually deep. Like, she understands the penile gland, dude. Like, she understands her chakras. Like, she's so deep. Like, so.
2: (laughs) I love it. It's super dope.
3: I, that's my plan, you know, because I'm like a fan of Marilyn Manson and stuff. was so like people are like he's so evil, he worships Satan. And then I'm like, well, I'm an actual fan, so I understand him. And that's kind of what I want. I want to misjudge me, but then my fans to understand me, you know.
2: So. For <laughs> sure, sure. That's that
0: definitely that's stands out. Well really nice. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely Thank well you. put. Um, and I'm a fan, and it's funny because, um, like I said, when I when I seen you and, and first started seeing you, like I, I would. Love to get to know more and learn more and get on the show. I became a storm chaser, like it says on your Instagram. Storm chasers, I'm a storm chaser. I did. I went right in because <laughs> I get intrigued. Because you could see, you definitely see the package. Like, like I said, you're in acting, you're in modeling, and I I listen to your singing, so you're a rapper, and that's what we get drawn to here on our show. We like multi-talented people who aren't just in it because hey, I want to be famous, but they're in it because they love it. And you want to get famous from it. And that's the path you're on. It's great.
3: Yeah, I mean, the fame thing to me is just because it makes your life easier, you know, with booking and getting money. I mean, it's kind of a part of the business. It's kind of like as you elevate, kind of like what happens, you know. Um, but there's a difference between wanting to be famous for your arts and the things that you love to do versus being famous for no freaking reason. And that's when you end up doing weird stuff. Like, I want to be famous. I will have sex with the whole NFL team. Like, no, I'm not on that level. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not desperate, <laughs> to put it like that. Um, I get, like, a lot of weird offers, you know, like porn offers and stuff like that. So if I was desperate, I would have been – I have so many celebrities trying to have sex with me, all this type of weird stuff around me. And I'm constantly, like – like, you know, I'm honestly a loner, too. Because now my manager-producer for my music is also my boyfriend. And um, he was my producer-manager first, by the way. So it wasn't like my boyfriend that became that. He was my manager producer that became my boyfriend. And <laughs> basically, like, well, there's a difference, you know. And we sure. decided we're doing everything in-house, you know. Like, I don't trust people anymore. So now we're doing everything in-house. I'm like, you know, I met him. He's the guy I met that, you know, he is a he's done, like, tons of directing and DP work. He also does, like, special effects, all that for music videos. He's filmed music videos for Wu-Tang. He does, like, he's worked with, like, all the legends, Sean P., all these people. So, you know, and he's also a rapper himself, and he's worked with, like, all the legends and stuff. So, you know, we just do things in-house at this point, you know, filming, editing. He does editing for all my music videos. He films, like, a lot of stuff now. So I don't know. I just don't trust people. <laughs> Did you think Sean P. like, Sean Price? price yeah like he said yeah. he's done songs with him and he uh, filmed him the videos for him everything like he's a real like my uh boyfriend's like a real like old school you know he filmed the Wu-Tang Mansion and all that like he knows
2: all these people he's done music with Mr. Cheeks and stuff he has a song with them yeah. and all that so he's and like he's, big hip-hop head so that's that's pretty damn cool <laughs> no he's super cool
3: uh his name is Megadon his, his industry name is Megadon He's running Donald and um like, I yeah, like, he, that's how we met, you know, we were on, we were at Five Points in Queens, which doesn't exist anymore, and, you know, it was, like, a big area for, like, hip-hop shows and, like, real boom-bap, and, like, I was a Video Ho, and I was showing up to do my Video Ho ways, and, you know, he was there <laughs> filming. Hey, I used to, well, it's kind of a beautiful story. I went from Video hoe, I was in Teddy Watt videos, working with T-Cent, like, And then I went from doing that to doing my own music video. So I mean, I work with Mr. Chinx, all these people like, you know, Chinx and all these people. Like I work with all these people, Jada Kiss videos. I've done all that, and now I am the hip hop star. Full circle
2: to be full circle (laughs) girl.
1: Yep, (laughs) that's awesome.
3: (laughs) So that's kind of a beautiful Cinderella story. And Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) uh, yeah, now I'm in Los Angeles though, so
0: different world. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you uh, you finally get to touring and you make your way into the Philadelphia area, you gotta look us up and we'll come check you out. I'm Absolutely. definitely
1: coming
3: to Philly, man. You need to hook up with yes. the promoters, so the promoters are bringing me out to Philly. I will definitely go to Philly. Yeah, that's where my that's where my family's from. That's where all my mom's family's from. All my family's from Philly. Oh, wow. I'm from the Bronx.
2: What part? Philly part? I don't know. <laughs> I <have no> <laughs> <I'm getting laughs> there's a lot of parts city and neighborhood. Yeah,
3: a lot <laughs> of my, mom, my mom is born and raised out there. My grandma, my aunts, and uncles, are all, like, all my cousins live out there. I don't really remember exactly the part. I've never lived there. I've been out there as a kid, like going back and forth. But I'm from the Bronx. I'm from, um, well, I've lived in South Bronx. I won 38, you know, Mitchell Projects. And then I ended up the last place I was living was Fordham. Um, now I'm in Los Angeles, not permanently, just temporarily, because I cannot stand it out here. And um, I'm too much of a New Yorker. For this, I'm too much of a bitch. I cannot survive. in <laughs> a different world, I isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Blunt, okay. I cannot do the pretend like you. If I do not like you, you will know within a series of minutes. So, I'm to New York. All right. Oh, and people boy. I hear like talk smack <laughs> about New York, and I'm like, what did you say about New York? Did
1: you say something? <laughs> I heard words. <laughs>
3: But, um, no, nah, definitely I'm making my way, like, you know, as soon as it gets warm over there, psh, I'm going to be all up in New York. I'm definitely going to Philly. I'm definitely doing shows in New York because I, that's where my my fan base really is in New York. Definitely going to New York, definitely going to Philly, definitely going Boston. I have a lot of people in Boston. Um, I've had a lot of requests to go to Chicago, which is mad random because my music is so different from Chicago. <laughs> but um, I'm definitely touring soon. But, yeah, I'm hitting up promoters right now. I'm actually putting on a lot of my own shows. So... I just got to get people to understand I'm an artist now for music. That's the hard part, you know? Because everyone knows right. me as a model or knows me as, like, you know, an actor. So I've never really had to bring people out for stuff before. You know, if you're a model or an actor, you're not like, yo, come see me. Like, now I'm trying to build that fan base of getting people to come out and see me and, like, have a show with me. And that's the hard part is trying to transition. Because some people don't even know I do music
2: yet. I don't even, My EP came out on um, January 21st, so... Right. Really well, known. if they know if they know that you're going to be at the club, you know, best believe they're going to show up <laughs> to see you. So yeah, I don't think true. I'll have a problem with that.
3: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess, you know what, I guess it doesn't matter if they're there for the music as long as they're there. So I guess if they're there just for Stormy's like titty shots, that's fine, too. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> eventually, you know, it should just be for music. But I have no problem, you know, with my... Uh, my jerk-off fans being there, that's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yo, trust me, wow. do you have, any, have you read my comments on YouTube? I mean, most of them for my music videos are like, I jerked off to this video. I came so hard. I'm like,
1: it's a song. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, like, what the hell? I'm just like,
3: you know, I'm listening to my lyrics. I'm like, what do they have that conscious coochie? Oh, is that the part that you're jerking off to? I have no <laughs> idea, but... um. Yeah, that's what that's usually what my comments say. Like, I jerked off to this. This is so hot. I'm like, I'm rapping and I'm rapping on
0: the streets of New York. I didn't know that was. <laughs> um, I
3: get
0: that. I yeah. get that from women all the time. To listen to my show. Oh, they jerk
2: off to your radio show. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: pose myself listening to you on the radio interviewing people. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, that was awesome. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so like I said, you come out to Philly, look us up. Me and you, we we exchange numbers. You got my number, I got yours. Come to the Philly area, Lit. We'll, yeah, we'll show you the town, we'll check you out. Sounds great. Let me give everybody all the places to find you because there's tons of them. So if you're out there and you want to check Boom. out Stormy Myatt. first of all, it's Stormy the cool way, S T O R M I, Stormy Myatt. Well, now it's and, easy, uh, the because website.
3: now the way uh, Kylie Jenner's daughter spells it. So just, remind me, just, just remember yeah. that, guys. All right.
0: That makes it big <laughs> So it's uh, www.thestormymaya.com On Instagram and Twitter At Stormy Maya Check out the movies 2050 and Death Kiss, are her latest You can check her out in Spike Lee's Netflix show She's Gotta Have It Check out her uh, EP Body at Work on Spotify And iTunes And get to know her because she's fantastic She's cool as shit Beautiful, and she's in your face, and you're gonna, you're to remember the name if it kills you, Stormy Maya. Stormy, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Can we, have, can we, uh, can we have you back on a few months down the line? More projects to bring you back of on course, the show. Of
2: course, yes,
3: of
0: course, yes, uh, of course, yes. Hopefully, it's a live interview. We'll definitely be out to
2: one of your shows if you come this way, like for sure. I'm
3: definitely gonna be there. I'm definitely gotta show love to the East Coast. That's where I'm from, so I'm gonna definitely be out there.
2: That's awesome. Thank you. Uh,
0: Love it.
3: Thank you
0: <laughs> thank guys you for so much, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely, you're The amazing Stormy, ladies and gentlemen, Stormy, thank you so much for coming on. Have yourself a great evening, and we're going to be in touch super soon because this was awesome. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Peace
0: out. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a lot of energy, Joel. She's great. I loved that
2: Loved every minute of it. I know she's awesome. A new BFF. Yeah, hi, Annie. BFFs. Every time we get
0: guests on, but she's great. Yeah, I know. It's funny, and I was gonna say every time we get somebody on, you know, we mean full prep. Like, oh God, I hope it's not this. Oh God, they're not that. I hope they like us and the way we ask our questions, what we do, and it seemed like we had like a third, a third host. She's like right in it with us, like on the. Trigger. and the funny thing that I love I love you get a lot of like we get guests and I can understand why from you know past experience on the radio and they'll say uh, shit I'm like oh my oh my god can I say shit is mm-hmm. this okay here and we're like yeah she took it upon herself she was just laying out the language and it's hilarious being herself free spirited I love it I think she's awesome and she is very sexy and beautiful and like she said hey if that works if that makes you remember her name and her face and her music and interacting, so be it. Yep,
2: absolutely. And I, I just want to say, like, I feel it's a new kind of interview being held because before, like, people are like, or a lot of times, like, you know, we'll get some guests on and they'll be going through the press circuit and they'll come on our show and, I, like, they hold back a little bit. But I love how she just came out and was, like, herself totally. And, um, yeah, she was great. So check her out. I know we'll be to a show as soon as she
0: gets back to this area. Absolutely. And she's a coast. I didn't even know her family from Philly. That makes it that much more attractive. Stormy Maya. S-T-O-R-M-I. Maya. Check her out. Thank her again for being on the The show. show. Speaking of shows, Jewel Tatey, I took in this show slash movie over the weekend. I don't know if you've seen it yet. Uh, A Star is Born. Have you seen this yet? Have you seen Star Wars? It's weird because
2: I saw it, but almost on mute, if you will. So, like, I know what happens, and it's very sad, but I haven't really seen it. And the only song I know is Shallow, and, um, yeah, we've been rocking out to that. But, yeah, like, I know what happens, but I really haven't watched it, watched it, if that makes sense.
0: Saw it on mute, huh? Kind of.
2: I was having a rough day, and I don't know why I decided to put that movie on, but...
0: Um, Are you sure? Yeah. Sure you weren't, like, making out during the movie or anything, Jewel Tatey? Um, no, <laughs> but it's fine. Saw so it on mute. Suspicious. It did. Anyway, I was uh, extremely disappointed. Um, really? Oh, it moved too fast. It moved too fast. She went from nothing to famous in, like, two seconds of the movie. It's ridiculous. I'm not telling anybody the end in case you haven't seen it. I kind of, I kind of knew what was coming in the end, but, uh, yeah, disappointed. I, I didn't think it was that great.
1: Hmm.
2: I don't know. I like, I love him and I love her and they are very good together. And I like the song. So I don't know. And I like that. It wasn't like a traditional love story. Like, it's not the original. No. You know, the original was Judy Garland, and then there was another one. I forget who was in it. It's like 80s. Parasitra. Uh... Right, right, right. Bar-assure. So, yeah, I kind of want to watch them in order, but they probably wouldn't make sense. But I'm definitely going to give it another chance. But you didn't like it, huh? You just thought it was... I
0: thought it was okay. Um, this guy want to give away the ending so bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh... It was okay, but, like, he, Bradley Cooper's character was just too ordinary. He was supposed to be, like, this big rock star, but he was, like, ordinary. And he just so happens to walk into a drag bar and happens to find her, and it, I don't know. It wasn't for me. Yeah, why
2: was he at the drag bar? I didn't understand.
0: He just wanted to find the first possible bar. Remember, he gets out of well, if you weren't making out outdoor tour during it, you, you might have gotten this this part and figure does <laughs> um no um he's been drinking in a limo he's out of booze he gets desperate for booze because he's that big a drinker and he says that place over there looks like a bar so the driver pulls over he gets out it's a bar he sits down and gets a drink and um the lady gaga his her like work friend that follows her around everywhere is like uh yeah, you know, this may not be your kind of bar. And he's like, "They got booze, right?" And so that was it. More or less, was just looking for alcohol. Well, oh, I get it now. Gotcha. Yeah, for, for fix. What a great coincidence, huh? Mm. Like Tim McGraw-esque rock star walking into a drag bar and discovers, you know, the next big thing. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, after right, I said ridiculous, you know,
2: it won some awards, so. Yeah, I guess. It's
0: because everybody buys oh, They're going to kiss each other. Oh, they're going to make love to each other. No, they're not. They're actors, folks. I
2: think we discussed this last time, sure. didn't we?
0: <laughs> did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. You're right. And we're doing it mm. again. to teach these people. Did I mention Brace Harper's in town? No. <laughs> mm. Oh, speaking of in town, guess who's coming back to town tomorrow night? saying it loud, and I want this guy to be there. Markel Fultz, Sixers fans, back in town tomorrow night with the Atlanta Magic. He's not playing, of course, because he's got chronic shoulder injury from spanking his wiener or whatever he does for a living. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he's ridiculous. What a waste. What a talent for nothing. Hmm. Um. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles, a uh, couple moves over the last couple of days, brought back defensive end Brandon Graham, which is a popular move. Uh, today they announced they are not re-signing Timmy Jernigan. That's a tough one. But uh, Jernigan, has a series of injuries, and now he's on his way out. And Joel Tatey, apparently, Nick Foles has found his job. Apparently he is going to be signing with the Jacksonville Jaguars. You okay with that? You okay with saying goodbye to Nick Foles? Really? Yeah. That yeah. Other ugh. No, that's sad. Hey, we love what he did. He's an icon in this town forevermore. But yeah, you know, it's time to get that coin and be a leader and you win it on your own. Yeah. So, ugh.
2: Be weird playing him though. It's odd.
0: The like said so there was this whole buzz about him joining like the uh... <laughs> 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 The magic of live radio. Uh Joel Tady's gonna take about a three minute break, folks, and while she takes that break I'm gonna tell you about what's coming up on the Yo show. No, I'm not gonna tell you about what's coming up. We got another song. Let's play some music. While oh, Joel okay. Tatey, take three minute timeout. <laughs> I just that time out. Tell me something, good. Oh, you right, like so, it. Uh, I do like that song. I like the song very much. It's a very good number. Um, Our guest, Stormy Maya, her second song uh, that we brought to you tonight, the EP, Body of Work. This song is called Thick Skin. And if you don't have thick skin, maybe tune away, because she likes to tell it like it is. We're going to play that for you right now. About three minutes and 30 seconds. So in case anybody has to do something like get a drink or go to the bathroom or something, you know how much time you have. Three minutes 30 seconds. We'll be right back. It's Thurman Maya with Thick Skin here on the You Show. Hey, everybody out there. It's rough. You know, always
1: getting criticized and insulted. Got to thicken that skin, man. Some of these haters doing it every day don't let that shit make you hate yourself you better have thick skin any day's time so many fall victim to the fakes lies. but in every bit of hate there might still be a Rumors have no substance They spread that shit with arrogance
0: special guest tonight on the Yo Show. I like that song. Thick skin. You no, know I like a better joy. It's got that kinda old school like let the beat keep on rocking kind of thing. Like the beat keeps going at the end and playing on and on. I like that. That's like That's uh, I
2: told her. It's got like a nineties feel and she helped produce it, so
0: yeah. She's
2: my type of my type of gal.
0: I like that. She's also my type of gal for totally different reasons. <laughs> nah, she's great. We'd love to get her out here. She uh, said, again, you know, if we know any promoters or people trying to get shows together, she'd love to come out and perform. So, let's see what we can do. Trying to get her out to Philly and uh, perform. I think she's a Philly kind of person. I think they would love her out here. I think they'd love her out here. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Stormy Maya, thank you again. So, uh, yeah, we got some more great stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks here on show starting up with Wednesday. We go from the rap world uh, to another singer. Big uh, in the Asian community. has got lots of followers. Very big, bold voice. Namajin comes onto our show March 6th. We're very forward to that. We had her scheduled a few weeks back. We had to uh, unfortunately rearrange that program but she is nice enough to come back to us March 6th. Musician Namajin. March 11th, next Monday, one of my absolute all-time favorite and first movie star crushes, if you will, from movies, uh, she was in Saul 4, 5, and 6, back in day movies like Private School, the very beautiful, very lovely actress Betsy Russell will be on our program, that's March 11th, and March 13th. Very interesting character here, rocker, musician. Ricky Rebel is on the show on the 13th. Looking very forward to having Ricky on our show. That should be great. Three great guests coming your way. 6th, 11th, and 13th, we got more guests that we were discussing, trying to get more people on the show and bring you more great action, joel Katie. Yes, and stay tuned for 18th because
2: I was just looking and I Think it's confirmed, but I'm not sure. But the 18th, someone from American Idol, who I was a huge fan of, so I'm super excited. He's definitely going to be on the program. Either I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure the 18th, but he's definitely coming on that week. Should I say his name? Give us name. Okay. Yeah, give us name. Blake Lewis. I'm so excited. He's so good. Oh, yeah. He's like, he's like yes, a human yes. beatboxer, and his music is like really cool.
0: I like him a lot. We've been talking to. Well, I know you have. You've been doing a lot of work mm-hmm. trying to Blake on the show. Um, I know, you know the dates weren't getting there, and it, you know I know we has played a little ping pong with it. And so, mm-hmm. if it's official, it's going to be awesome, Lake Lewis. So uh, keep yes. an eye out for that. We all have to see we will bring it, um, get more updates hopefully by our Wednesday show. But we'll keep you updated. You know where to find us: the Stoop Radio Network, Stoop Radio Network on Facebook, Stoop Radio One on. Twitter and Instagram. It's the Yo Show on the Super Radio Network. Yo Yo Yo! Great show, Jewel Tati. I had a lot of fun tonight. Now it's back to uh, the real world. I'll be uh, getting off the air, signing off, and I go from having fun with Jewel and laughing and kidding and talking to beautiful artists like Stormy Maya to going home and doing my laundry. Very exciting. (laughs) Super exciting. Yeah, how quickly we fall from (laughs) grace. Yeah. Hey. You think Howard Stern does his own laundry? Doubt it. (sighs) You think Joe Rogan does his own laundry? Doubt it.
2: Yeah, probably not. I'd rather do my own laundry. I couldn't imagine someone doing my laundry for me. Like, no.
0: I've got no problem with that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Just rather handle it myself. Uh. Definitely what me and my wife argue about a lot. We hate doing laundry. We hate folding it. We hate doing it. Laundry sucks.
2: If I could do laundry every day, I would do laundry every day. Like, my washer broke at my last place, and I wanted to cry. <laughs> well, whatever.
0: I make a deal. You do mine, you can do yours every day as well.
2: Oh, okay. That works. <laughs>
0: fairly, fairly local, local now, Jeff. Can... I know you are. A county
2: gal, so
0: saying gal too much (laughs) gal my kind of gal yeah Gal, my kind of gal my feel cold it's an early day tomorrow joel tady it's gonna be awfully cold out yes it is and i have an eye appointment
2: finally i can get my glasses back i'm been blind i'm so excited (laughs) Something's been different the
0: last few weeks. You've not had your glasses.
2: I look like trash because you see my face.
0: (laughs) No, not at all. You're adorable. We love you. We love Joel Tatey here on the Yo Show. Usually. Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) Here comes that late in the episode stuff where we just start to derail. Let's cut ourselves off before it gets ugly. Okay. Seriously, uh, again, Wednesday night, Nam and Jen will be here, 8 o'clock, same time, March 11th, Betsy Russell, March 13th, Ricky Rebel, and possibly Blake Lewis. Great stuff. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. A huge thank you again to our very special guest tonight, Stormy Maya. Again, check her out, www.thestormymaya.com, at Stormy Maya on Instagram at Stormy Maya on Twitter. Check out her EP body of work on Spotify and iTunes. Check her out in movies twenty fifty and death kiss and of course with Spike Lee in his Netflix series whose name I lost. Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> no, she's gonna have it. Thank you. Guy lost the name comes <laughs> from Um that was a mess. Okay. <laughs> My apologies to the legendary Spike Lee, who now hates me because I got the name of the show. Um, yeah, so thanks to so Stormy. She was fantastic. As always, another one of our great guests. We will catch you Wednesday night. Again, thank you for tuning in for the lovely and talented and amazing Joel Tatey. I am Jeff the Shark Perini, reminding every listener, fan, and friend out there, don't be a douche.
2: And be nice to people, even the shitty ones.
0: Well said. And Bryce Harper's in Philly, goddammit, can't wait for a baseball season. Let's bring home. Oh, Woo! 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 Wow, that was awesome. We will see you all Wednesday night. Bye bye. Bye
1: bye.